Welcome, you're listening to Minorities Be Heard with Glorica Cortez, where we'll be hearing stories of struggles, joy, and unique experiences minorities go through. This is where we'll make your voice heard. Welcome back. We're here with Jason, Amanda, and Lisa. This is the second part about their polyamorous story. I would like you to maybe share some of the best advice or tips that maybe you could give some other poly people. I All I have to say is communication is key. And I have lacked in that part and I'm working on that part. But it just takes some time to feel comfortable. Communication is definitely key. And if something is bothering you, talk to your partner about it and not just boggle it up and then explode at one time. You know what I mean? And Wait, have I ever done that? <laughs> No. <laughs> no. Never. Never happened. That's never happened. <laughs> For me, like, I I used to be this person that would just boggle it all up and then all of a sudden, bam, explode. And now it's like, okay, no, communication is key because I have so many partners. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. yeah. Um, as for me, I would just pretty much what Amanda said. I mean, it's funny because I was, I'm teaching, I was teaching one of my, because uh, I work with people with disabilities as does Jason and as does Amanda actually it's quite funny and um, I was teaching one of my ladies because she was in a new relationship and she is new to relationships because she's never had one her entire like life and I said oh. to her so what tell me what is a healthy relationship and what does that mean to you and she's like uh, I don't know and I went well I'm like I can tell you what I feel is a healthy relationship and she's like okay and I'm like a healthy relationship is one that you are open and honest that you give feedback when feedback is needed and that you ask how the other person is doing and not just want to take all the time mm-hmm. and she said that sounds right and I'm like because that's what is a healthy relationship mm-hmm. making sure that everybody's needs are met as well as your own and that making sure that you know you always voice as well as you know ask hey how's it going how are you doing right mm-hmm. important things and supporting making sure that you're supporting the other person as much as can as well as yourself yes I have to comment there is a really noisy dog that just Sorry. walked in the room so this is a good I have a pug <laughs> and he's very needy and he like lives with all like all three of our different houses at like all the time like he'll sleep at Jade's for a couple of nights and then he'll sleep at Amanda's or I'll sleep there but he'll be at Amanda's during the day and then he'll sleep at my house he just kind of has taken on like everybody so it's like if I'm being they kind of take him for me and vice versa okay that's cool yeah. <laughs> you all share a pet yeah pretty much yeah yeah and I have a dog as well it's getting quite old so I, we make sure that we take her for walks and stuff yep. and she can be unruly. <laughs> yeah. she, and, and actually, yeah, she hadn't been, like, I hadn't taken her out for walks in a long time, you know, because I, I live out on a farm, so, like, I let her out the door and she can wander and do whatever. Oh. Uh, so it's not like I needed to, like, walk her, walk her. But it was really cool because um, since we all started dating, you know, she has gone for walks. And I, I always thought that she was really not a very social dog because she would get a little uppity with other dogs. And then, yeah, started taking her out for walks and uh, and it's not really well so yeah, mm, that was that's, another nice. that's another kind of like um benefit of having a few people to help you out yeah yes, that we share this dog yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Huge> <laughs> and walking and stuff it really is like 
I know that like I'm fairly new to poly as well, but I can tell you that one of the best things is having that the fact that you know you probably won't ever get one person to be everything for you, and if you can, well, good for you, like totally. But it's nice having different people to like support you and to count on, and for you to be there for too. Yeah. Have you ever encountered some people that just don't get it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So my mom actually physically attacked me when oh, I told her. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. Um. My mom's a farm girl, you know, mm. and a Christian and all that kind of stuff. So we had a little bit of an altercation. Um. Now we're fine. Um. It's gonna take her a little bit to accept my lifestyle and whatever, but I'm sticking to my guns. Like, mm-hmm. and I just told her, I'm like, if you don't, if you doubt what my dynamics are, you just need to come and sit and watch my dynamic mm-hmm. because it's phenomenal how our dynamics are. So, um, kind of similar when I when I came out to my parents. So my wife and I, we'd been kind of moving into this open relationship thing for pretty close to a year when we when we came out to my parents. And um, what uh, one of the things that made it important for us to kind of come out is that I could see that my daughter was, uh, she'd sort of lost interest in boys at that time. She was about 12 years old and she'd gone through the boy band phase with a couple of boy bands and then all of a sudden, no more. And I thought, that's really interesting. Hmm. And so my wife and I both thought at the same time, you know, I wonder if she's starting to question herself. And so we said, you know what, like we have to make sure that she sees that we are comfortable with ourselves and not hiding ourselves so that if, if she is questioning her own path and her sexuality, then, then you know, she needs to see that it's safe. And so we, we went as a family and met at uh, Cora's restaurant, you know, for breakfast. We thought, you know, what? what's the most brightest, cheeriest, happiest place that we can do this so that everybody's in like a good mood. So we went for breakfast, you know, me, my wife, and my daughter, and, and my parents, and told my parents, and they were horrified and shocked. And um, hmm. my mom actually wrote an email to my wife and said, I'm sorry, we didn't tell you ahead of time, but we've been thinking that Jason's had mental health issues for a long time. <laughs> and said, please, please, I am sorry, we let you let this go this far. We need to do whatever we can. And he's dragged you into whatever this thing is. And uh, she described her, her her experience of like when I when I'd said it, uh, that this is the you know, we were in open relationship and polyamorous. She was like, I, I wanted to take the fork off of my still syrupy plate of pancakes and stab him in the eye. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and um, yeah, so they were, I think my parents were literally on the edge of committing me, you know, because I was so yeah, insane apparently at that point. Um, <laughs> and, and, and all I could think is like, we, we commit should, me for what? <laughs> we should mention that you and I grew up together and our families know each other. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yes, it's a farming community. Yeah. So my parents also farmers, and as well. And so yeah, we were uh, a couple of grades apart in school. So we knew each other when we were younger, and then reconnected. We actually connected through a poly group. Yeah, one of the Edmonton poly Facebook groups. We were both a part of it. Commented uh, on on each other's posts at one point, and then we we said, hey, let's 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 meet up. Let's see what's going on. And And it was like fireworks. Yeah. Lisa, do you want to share any of your uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, intervention? <laughs> I was like, 
what is this polyamorous? Tell me more. Because I was dating this fellow that I had met and my friends and family all had known. And then the next thing they knew is I came home with a woman. <laughs> I was like, so this is, um, you know, this is my girlfriend, girlfriend, I guess. And we're dating and yes, we were all together. And my dad was kind of like, oh, oh, so you're all together. And my roommate was like, okay, this is weird. So I had gone home after that. And she's like, don't be so Okay, we need to have an intervention. Your father and I are very worried about you. I know thinking that you're you're going into something you know nothing about and this is just very odd behavior for you. We think you might be a sex addict. <laughs> oh goodness. Oh yes, it was quite wonderful. And I was like, Are you kidding me? So it was funny because when Jay told me on our first date what polyamorous was about his partners, I'm like, Well, you think you got some stories? I'm like, try having a sex intervention between your family and friends. <laughs> so i it's so funny because they've had so they've all gone through that but i haven't told them yet i'm actually waiting because like i said i just moved here from vancouver in april so in april i'm planning a trip back home and i'm hoping if it all works out i'm actually taking my girlfriend and my boyfriend home with Mm. me for 10 days so it should be quite interesting yeah (laughs) i'm looking forward to it (laughs) i'm very open like all my co-workers know i actually told them a couple months ago and um my one co-worker is like pretty christian and she's like can i just ask some questions and i'm like of course you can ask questions actually all of them just wanted to ask ask questions questions. and so any questions they threw at me i just told them the truth Hmm. that's all you do you i am completely open i'm completely open on facebook everything i don't like blare it out like i don't like i'm poly every day on facebook or whatever but i did announce it on facebook and you know just saying how happy i am and whatever um that's what kind of actually triggered my mom incident mm-hmm. but I oh my son's school that he went to last year we were out to them at the end of the school year too because Jason took my son to the father son tea thing so I I don't know I I feel like my partners this may be a, a little bit of harsh wording but I don't want my partners to feel like they're a dirty little secret. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's always been something important to me too. Um, yeah. Because I, re- I remember dating somebody very early on in, uh, when I was open with my wife. And um, and I remember uh, I was wearing wedding ring at the time. But whenever I was with this woman, she would say, you know, can you just take the ring off whenever we're around friends? And I just felt like, well, why? Like, I, I don't, I don't want to disrespect my wife by, yeah. like, pretending. I'm not married to her, right? Um, and I really felt super awkward about it. And that was kind of what led to the the event breakup. Is I just I I felt like I was having to lie to to keep her comfortable. Yeah. And um, and I just I did not like that at all. So so uh, yeah, I've had a few times like that where I've dated somebody who who comes from a monogamous background and. At first, they say, you know what, I, I think I can try this. I think this will be okay. <laughs> yeah. They get more and more like, oh, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm never going to have you as just just you. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's part of this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, you know, and it's just, I, I, you know, and I don't want to fall in love with somebody and then have to break up with them, not because I don't like them, but because because I do like them, but that I, I'm, I'm not giving them what they really want, which is fully me all the time. 
time. I'm, yeah. I'm giving to them the fully me when I'm there with them and not when I'm not with them because I'm with somebody else. Because um, that's how I... That's how you how are. I, I am. I'm, you know, I'm where when I'm you're at. with Jason, you feel like... And I, I said this very early on, and it's it's true, but necessarily not in our triad because we're, we're all like equal, right? But mm-hmm. when I before I had met Amanda, you know, when I was with Jason, I never felt like he had two other girlfriends. I was like, oh, this guy is like so like into me and he's awesome, right? Mm-hmm. And even now, like Amanda and I have completely different relationships with him. We all like, we have our separate relationships, but we're all like very much into each other all three ways. Like it's quite funny, mm-hmm. right? Like um, how he explained it. Like I like to take care of Jason and I like to take care of Amanda. I go over to her house when I can and help her out with the kids and make sure that, you know, she has everything that she needs. And I do the same for Jason. And then their relationship is different from what I give them too, right? Like they give each other different things and, but we're all very supportive and on top of one another for the fact that, you know, you need to make your dreams and your life's ambitions come true and what's going to make you happy in the future. Very kind of almost like goal orientated. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's something that you would say to someone that's not poly? We were talking about earlier. Somebody that just doesn't get it. Something that maybe they just don't know about it or don't understand. What's something that you would say to them right now? Or maybe people that haven't heard about it or even know much about it um, and question it. What would you say to them? Mine is, I have so much love to give. Why would I limit myself? Okay. And mine is different because this is what I tell my monogamous friends. I say that, you know, in a polyamorous relationship, you have to be open and honest and be very trusting and forthcoming, right? And Mm. it's very, it's a very way different, more relaxed relationship to compared to somebody who's in a monogamous relationship. Because there's cheating and there's lying and there's all this stuff. I'm like, wouldn't you rather be in a relationship with people that you can love and trust? Yeah. And yeah, I think one thing that that I will tell people who are monogamous and, and, you know, if this comes up and they find out that I'm poly is like, number one, I am not going to try to convert you because... I have I have had relationships with monogamous people and it's gone bad because they they're hoping to convert me back. You yeah, know? yeah, I totally um, get that. <laughs> but I want to like try to have a relationship with somebody who's going to be kind of uncomfortable all the time and be always worrying about whether I'm going to fall for somebody else or start start dating somebody else when I can be with somebody who is actually encouraging of that and actually likes me to be able to express my my love for other people regardless because yeah and so I I last thing I want to do is mess with somebody who's who's monogamous and um yeah. <laughs> never change again. them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. well those are really great tips. Is there anything else you guys may want to add? Something that you maybe find interesting that you want to share before we end? I have never been happier and I'm turning 40 in February and this last 2 years since I've become polyamorous, I've never been so happy so I am just so thankful that I have word of my amazing husband and not everybody gets that support but search it out you know what I mean there is that word out there mm-hmm. and it doesn't really have to be a relationship wise it can be a friendship wise and just 
search out the support that's going to be positive for you. <laughs> One thing I want to just share is just a reminder that it's not not necessarily about sex. No, mm-hmm. it's I mean, like any relationship, there is the sexual aspect of it. But for some people, some people are asexual, which mm-hmm. means they don't have sexual desires. They're not they're not interested in the sexual aspect of it, but yeah. they still want to have a relationship. And so being a polyamorous person, I could have a relationship with that person and not feel stifled, right? Because mm-hmm. I could have that relationship and, and give them all the other part of that relationship that they need. And I could still have other partners to fulfill any sexual needs and stuff. So it's, it doesn't, it's not about not sex, about, about being a whole, but not having everything yes. for somebody. And yeah. that's just this. Yeah. I, I still feel like, and I stand by this, and you know it's so funny because even in our dynamic relationship the fact is our relationships are so different in how we feel about each other and take care of each other they're so different so how could you ever find one person that would give you everything that you could possibly need yeah you can't I totally you, agree you know, yeah like you're the most amazingest person and you should keep them yeah. <laughs> the thing is is you can't especially if you're curious and you like both sex you know oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and having a relationship with a woman and a man are completely different. Oh, it's completely opposite. It's, oh, words can't explain how grateful I am to have both my partners because they both bring something else to the table mm-hmm. and I am bisexual and it's not just a sexual relationship with me and Lisa it's the connection and the communication and just the support for each of us right yeah. so and I'm able to be who I am and not have to hide anything that's awesome yeah thank you so much for being part of this I'm like I was super excited to do this and I'm so excited to get it out You're all welcome to share any work, job, business, or cause that is of your interest right now. Autism speaks. That's all I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I, totally in like the other end of my my career path and all that stuff. I'm working on film production stuff. I don't have anything at this precise moment, but uh, Mm -hmm. I'm hoping in the next in the next month to be doing some crowdfunding zombie movies. So okay, yeah, it's gonna be yeah, it'll be an all female cast of like. Uh, military zombie hunters so it's kind of because uh, uh, I also am really supportive of making sure that uh, there's representation of different cultures and different and various genders and everything in, mm-hmm. in the things that I do and so my first film I said you know what I'm going to do an all female cast horror movie and then I, I, I've done that I'm, I'm in the midst of editing that one and then the, the next one will be coming up in the next couple of months I'll start really pushing that one as well and same thing it'll be an all female cast but not in like a sexualized way like you would normally get with uh, the horror genre so it's kind of fun to turn it on its ear and just uh, have it be you know cool characters and yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun so mm-hmm. yeah. that I sounds like need, it I need to do a shout out to Calmware okay okay there is shirt for autism that gives pressure and calms them so oh I just need okay that's actually really cool them. yeah so just need to do a little shout out to them because they have helped thousands and thousands of people that's so. awesome. What are they called? Calmware. Calmware. Okay, okay. Yeah, C A L M Ware. Okay. Yes. Is Thank you. Add me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for taking the time yeah, out. Yeah, thank you. This yeah, no, awesome. of course. Thank you so much. I appreciate everything. Yeah.